3: They, they look like they gonna beat you at a golf club, dog. It's how Friday's everybody.
4: going. we starting well, off Friday start with them. Hey, button. yeah. We're busy talking to Cakes about how long it takes to fly to Maui. All right? A long damn time. Good morning, everybody. It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Me and B in studio in Navy Yard. Ah, it's kind of a slow day. You know, you get to this mid-February, and there's just eh, not much to talk about. Not nothing slow this February. Not nothing slow today. They got rid of our friend. Yeah. We need they to brought talk. in a friend. We need to talk to the Washington Capitals. Yeah. Nobody asked me or oh, JP Did we think it was okay. Landfill, you're the executive producer. Did anybody call you before they traded Garnett Hathaway? No, it's absolutely bogus. I feel like we should be consulted. Listen, I'm a Caps fan forever. That's my hockey team yeah. of my whole life. But Garnet's our dude. Yes. And you traded him away.
1: Not even a courtesy call.
4: I, I feel like when I saw that
2: last
3: night, I was like, you know, it's, it's amazing how you talk to a guy every week and you get to know it. Like we, we've talked to him and we had private conversations yeah. with him. And you get to know stuff about people. And when I saw that last night, I felt some kind of way. I did, too. It's like, you know, you're losing a damn friend. But ultimately, when you know people and you have uh, a way to get in touch with them, whether they're here or somewhere else, you can always keep in contact.
4: So I I, I wanted to ask you this, and, you know, me, we're just going to do it live right now. Um, Garnet and I text, not all the time, but with some regularity. Mm -hmm. When is the appropriate time? You were never traded, but you signed with other teams. I knew it wasn't yesterday. I kind of think it's today, maybe tomorrow. When should I text him, good luck in Boston, man? I mean, I think you can do it whenever because I think – I feel like yesterday is head spinning.
3: Yesterday still is a good time. The one thing about what I learned about Garnett, he has a, a, a not just a, the, the sports mindset. He understands the business, okay? And I think the people in, the, in any professional sport that understand the business, as I sat there and I watched Art Monk and all those people who lead this team – I constantly said it'll happen to me. Or, it could happen to me. So when it happened, it wasn't as bad because I recognized it, and I began to wonder, like, when is my turn? Because if you come in here from any place and you see Art Monk, you feel he'll never ever wear anything other than burgundy and gold.
4: Yeah. And then and when and you then see he him, for the Jets.
3: Yeah. When you see him in something else, then you go, well, damn! If it happened to him, it definitely could happen to me. And I think at that point you start learning the business of the sport. And when we talk to Garnet. He understands the business of the sport. And I, I forgot something he, he said. he's had to earn it kind of the, the last the hard time way we too. had talked to him. And I think, I don't know if you mentioned something about trade or something, the his comment to me was one as if he knows something or can expect something.
4: You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think, listen, I had a conversation with Al Koken in Raleigh that said, you know, they're going to know a lot about where this team is in the next week because they have the three game homestand, mm-hmm. and then they're either going to be buyers or sellers because I think the NHL trade deadline is next week. And I think they lost that first game Tuesday night. And they say let's do something. And they're like, all right, man. The, the problem with the caps, and the problem may be the wrong word. I think they're moving some salary to maybe make another run at this thing next year. But I, I just I don't ever see them being real sellers. Like they're not going to tear it down to the studs. Because you got Ovi chasing Gretzky. Yeah. And as long as you've got that chase going on, you're not going to rip this thing all the way down. I
3: think that chase is one thing, but I think you want to be winning while we're on that chase. Losing to Anaheim last night is bad. It's not. Listen, man, you you want Ovi to be the guy, and I think if he had been playing in days when it was easier to score, he probably broke it already. But now you don't want to just be on the chase and nothing else. You want to be on that chase why it's the team is also
4: succeeding. Dude, they're now behind, just for the wild card spots, they're now behind the Red Wings, the Panthers, the Islanders, and the Penguins. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going the wrong way.
3: I think, I think but, like, man, let's, let's just say it's, it's, it's the business side of the sport. Sure. You know, and you got to move on. I think guys understand that, and you got to have tough skin, you know, and I think Garnet is a guy with that, that that sense. I just like I hate the fact he has the two young kids born over the last what few yeah. years. And but at least boom.
4: Boston. Now he's gonna be, and he'll free, be closer to home. Right. Boston's closer to home yeah. for him. But he's gonna be a free agent, so who knows where his he may journey come goes. Right. Maybe he's back. Maybe he signs in the LA Kings. Who knows? You yeah. know what I mean? Wherever he goes, I'm I'm gonna be pulling
3: for him. And like you can make a connection with people. But you know what? Ish just got got interesting, man, on the other front now. Let's talk about the other front, shall yeah. we? Which, um, which side of it first? We're going, we going I, OC I, side or we're going the big dog who say, hey, I'm back in this
4: thing? So, PFT commenters joining us at 11. Hmm? I'm really excited to talk to PFT about Eric Bieniemy because you and I both, and I think the whole damn city, frankly, believes that EB killed it yesterday. One of the best introductory press conferences for a coach I've ever seen, and I've been to a lot of them, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people get introduced over at uh, Old Ashburn, Virginia. Yeah, I think he crushed it. But I think I think when we say that, it's like when you say that, you make people
3: think. Well, he was tra-. no, he was him. He I was agree. who Eric Bionmi is. Right. There's no and, trying. And what I loved about that was he was the straight, straight no chaser Eric and that, that I've heard about him and I know about him. Okay. And I believe that either guys are going to jump on board or they're going to get kicked the hell off. And and sometimes you need that direct approach. You've been around me double-digit years, and you know I hate Make people. Make me sound old. Pussyfooting around, pussyfoot man, with that all the time about, you know, we got to do this and we got to take it. why'd you point at me? I don't
4: think I pussyfoot around. No,
1: you're old. Oh,
3: thank you. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. I'm just saying, I just like – I don't. I don't like hearing the people in the authoritative positions starting to feel like they got to succumb to what certain players want. No. 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 I'm here to win football games, and whether you like me or not, as John Thompson said, if I get all of all my guys dislike me, but they all together, guess what? We're gonna still win.
4: You know what? You know what can happen sometimes. Disliking you becomes a rally and cry for everybody else hell, yeah, I mean you still win, but then in
3: the long run, if we win, guess what we say man coach was coach had coach was on to something, but this trying to be nice to them hell with being their friends
4: I got friends
2: you it's
3: a lot of parents out there right now trying to be their kids' friends and their kids going to hell they they they' falling off you gotta you gotta lead them. And then let, they'll be able to go and do something else. But you can't sit up here and
4: always adjust to them. No, they got to adjust to you. You've been through it. You know what's happening. Totally with you, man. Um, the biggest news since. So we had EB mm-hmm. at 11 a.m. And that dominated everything until about 3 p.m. Now we got B.E. <laughs> BZ. Yeah, BZ. So I think I want to say it was 3-ish. I'm not exactly sure when it dropped. But the post, Mark Maskey, Liz Clark, Nikki Jabala dropped a story. Jeff Bezos has started working with an investment firm, Allen & Company, Mm -hmm. to – now. and let's be clear on the language here because the language is extremely ambiguous. And and I think that's worth pointing out. the, The level of ambiguity involved here is significant. Jeff Bezos hired Allen & Company, the New York investment firm that was involved in the sales of the Carolina Panthers and the Denver Broncos. Now, listen to me carefully, folks, before you start buying Washington Prime (laughs) t-shirts to evaluate. The Washington Primers. The the Washington Prime, (laughs) I mean this sincerely. The Washington Prime sounds way better than the Washington Commanders. Optimus Prime. Dude, it's just, (laughs) it's cool. Landfill, you're the chief BS officer. Washington Prime or Washington Commanders, what sounds better? Uh, Commanders. Ooh, wild card. Jeffrey? Commanders. Okay, the boys have spoken. I disagree, but here we are. But here's what's more important. Listen to the ambiguity in this language. Jeff Bezos has hired Allen and company. B, hear me out here. To evaluate a possible bid to purchase the commanders from Dan Snyder.
1: Yeah.
4: I'll say this, okay.
3: I had a conversation with a gentleman yesterday who let me say, who flows with those people with that type of cheddar. And the exact comment he said is Bezos is not out of it. But Bezos is not going to bid against himself. He say he'll roll in and roll and, and go above the highest bid. But he's not going to bid so damn high to where now, remember when we got Albert Hainsworth, when we – Offered him eighty million and nobody else offering him over eighty. Then we offered him a hundred. He's not going to do that. And then when you start hearing all this stuff, you go, "You don't get to one hundred and twenty something billion dollars by being stupid." So why am I going to just give you money because I have it? You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. I can walk in here and say ten billion. But if everybody else is really around five to six, then I'm a damn fool to do that. Right. So I I really think that. The, we, we've we said it, we kept saying, no, he hasn't made a bid, but that doesn't mean he's not, and he's completely out of it. He's back. And I think by him now doing this, what does that do to the other people going against you? It make them start to say, can we bid hard enough?
4: So I talked to somebody this morning, and, and I can't stress this enough the amount of misinformation and subterfuge going on is through the roof oh yeah so i try to be really careful with what i publicly say you and i talk about all sorts of stuff we're hearing and people we've talked yeah. to and a million things i've said this all along bezos has yet to make any formal bid mm-hmm. right but he's got the scratch to show up at the last minute and beat everybody yep but that doesn't mean he will he will i've heard all along he wants seattle we know Seattle's going to come on the market. Paul Allen died. They're working through his estate. When you're a dude like Paul Allen that is the co-founder of Microsoft with Bill Gates, your estate's pretty complicated. Yeah. When my father passed, his estate wasn't that complicated, and it still takes a while. Mm-hmm. It just takes time. You're dealing with bureaucracy and government and taxes and all sorts of stuff. It just takes a while. You start with something that starts with a B, too. <laughs> not bureaucracy. Right. So, Man. we don't know what's <laughs> not what's going to happen here, right? Yeah. You'd be a fool to think that if Bezos wanted this thing, he couldn't put a stack of money down that Dan would have to think about. Yeah. Whether, listen, the team has officially used the words well-funded misinformation campaign. Yeah. There, there's obviously no love lost there. It's no love lost, but I'll but, say this, though. We can sit up
3: here and we've heard the comments about who don't like who, who won't sell to who, and all this crap. If you have not been earning what it takes to keep this thing totally afloat and you notice that people are leaving in droves because you're involved and then someone is saying, here, (laughs) the the business, the smart smart sense would be, I got to make a move here. You can say no and then more people leave, more support leave. That's a problem then.
4: I think of when I was a kid, and I know people watch this throughout their lives, but for me, I watched it when I was a kid. I don't watch it much now. But pro wrestling was a lot of fun when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior and the Bushwhackers and Hulk Hogan and all sorts of people. And, and one dude when I was a kid, I hated him. He was a very good heel, I think is the wrestling term. The million-dollar man Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. Remember Ted DiBiase? Oh, yeah. B? He, he rolled around with a with a rhinestone coat with dollar bills on it. <laughs> his his line. Everybody's got a price. Everybody got one. Yo, I got one. You got one. Hell yeah. Everybody's got a price. If I'm watching the PGA Tour show on Netflix, first swing. If Live calls, I'll answer. Everybody's got a price, man. When Love calls, you got to do <laughs> what? You got to answer. So. <laughs> Do they want to sell to Bezos? No, but do they want to get to seven billion? Magic Maybe question. Jay.
3: When you are in the when you're trying to sell something, and get top dollar, there's no way you truly feel I don't want to sell to the person that can pay me the highest price. That's that's that that's that that's that 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 boo at BS. Like the gear guys, well, I I only want to play for this team. You shortchanging yourself. I want to play for anyone that's willing to pay. Totally. And if I could get four or five of them bidding,
4: then guess what? There could be four or five teeth. I hate. Bid for me, brother. Let's see how it's going to go. Jeff Walker, what did Deron Payne and Dan Snyder have in common?
3: Both their first names start with D. No, they're looking for the highest bidder.
4: Well, he's not wrong. <laughs> Technically, Jeff's not wrong. Uh, Both their first names do start with D. Congratulations, Jeff. But P-Mitch had the more accurate answer we were looking for. They're looking for the highest bidder. Yep. And I think what's fascinating in all of this, and I actually spoke with somebody yesterday afternoon that has been a resource for me in this, that's kind of at the nexus of Wall Street and – I'll say entertainment, not necessarily sports, but like because let's dude, if if I hear about a trade, if I hear about a hey, they're interested in this free agent, I know how to work that. I know who to call. Mm-hmm. I know I know who to believe. I know who to trust in the league, mm-hmm. right? But I'm trying to work this story. Brian, I don't know how to work this damn story. So, I I try to talk to people that I know are Wall Street people. Most of them. And and at least they can kind of lead me the right way. Because, you know, this this might be, Bezos probably lives in a hundred places. And he's in Seattle and maybe he's here and all these places. But, no matter what, when you're talking these types of dollars, Mm -hmm. it's going through New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One way or another, yep. it's going through New York. And so. Yep, and that's where my man, Theo. Theo works in New York. Well, dude, I talked to a dude this morning who, like, I don't know that he's right, but he says it's a done deal with Bezos. And I have no idea if that's accurate, mm-hmm. but I won't be stunned if it's true. Yeah. But, Brian, at the same time. You have to go through certain processes. Right.
3: And you need to make sure things look a certain way. And, and it, it could be, or it could not. Like, my, my, my son's best man works on Wall Street. And young dude got connects out the yin-yang. You know what I'm saying? And when the money levels that they speak about is stuff I hadn't been uh, dealing with. Bro, I can't conceptualize that. <laughs> but money. I call and I find out different things. and But I, I'm serious. It's like, and the thing, let, let's be real you and i walk in around groups and people that are very much close to those type of levels and you don't you know, sometimes you're not even looking for information and i been mean, out I, yesterday I just went out place golf. go not looking for no
4: information found some information dude same thing i played 5 it falls holes in on golf. your lap sometimes it does and and you and i are lucky that, I maybe mean, lucky is the wrong word, but to put ourselves in positions where we're not in that world, but we can be adjacent to it. Hey, rub elbows with it. Right. Yeah. I texted with some people that you know, one in New York, one in Richmond. So you can guess who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, both members at very nice golf courses. We. And I said, what do you think of this stuff? What do you know about this company, this Allen & Company? Mm-hmm. Simple reply. There is always a number. Allen and company are the best. Now, there's probably, this seems like a pretty specific field to be in. I, and I don't know. Maybe there's a number of these types of companies. But, like, the the, the a number of investment firms that probably handle this level of purchases. There's a ton of them out there, but
3: there are certain ones that get a reputation, and that's what people go to for the most part because they understand that they have a great track record. And I think... Allen & Company may be one of those with that great track record. Just like when we heard about Bank of America getting involved on the other side. Great
1: track record.
4: Right. We don't know what's happening. I also think it's interesting that with Josh Harris and with whoever the mystery bidder is, it's going complete radio silence. Well, they did go tour the facilities, the mystery bidder did. And we haven't heard a thing since.
3: And that mystery bidder, I kept saying, could have been. Bezos. Or somebody that works for
4: him. Uh-huh. Or somebody he trusts. Yeah. Like, if, I, if I'm bidding, Landfill going to bid for me. Landfill, you will do, do B. Mitch's bidding? Uh, absolutely. Would you do my bidding? No.
1: If B. Mitch needs me to do a walkthrough at the commander's facility, I'm there. <laughs> I was going to ask Jeff, but he's by <laughs> right,
3: right your in house. chair. Said,
4: he, he can do it on his way. He in and out. That's true. <laughs> um, but that would require walking, Landini. You prefer sitting.
1: No, they got golf carts. No, nah, they have uh, – I could park close by if I'm with B. Mitch.
4: Fair enough. Um, I was going to rely lot. on my man Jeff, and he left. So that's <laughs> it Rhymes, Mr. Reliable. Um, he's back. Terrific. <laughs> if the Bezos story, and, and what we know is the – I was thinking about this too. For the Washington Post that's owned by Jeff Bezos, and, and I know these reporters. I, I, I've worked with Liz for a long time. I've worked with Nikki now. I've known Maskey. Maskey probably covered you. Yeah. Um you know these I know these people these are good reporters. Mm-hmm. They're not throw stuff at the wall types. And for the post that is owned by Jeff Bezos and the Washington Post probably employs an army of lawyers both in-house and outside counsel and they have a billion editors. If the Washington Post is going to report on Bezos that is getting vetted thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly. Yeah. So this is real. As if we needed more complications. Let's talk about Jay-Z.
0: Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finn. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
3: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown
0: Port, Chicago, Illinois.
4: When they record this in studio, is he playing every instrument? I think some of his songs, he played every instrument. <laughs> Imagine being that talented. That's a bad dude, bro. Like... I was you, you were incredibly talented. You were an incredibly talented football player. Prince is like a Barry Sanders type player, right? I mean, uh, give me barely, a Prince cop in the NFL.
3: There is none because, well, I think a Prince cop in the NFL would have probably been me.
4: Mike Vick? Me. Yeah, because you got to be able to do a lot of things. play multiple positions, dog. Oh, yeah. Jay. Turn it up because I got I to. Slash, baby. I just thought of something. Thousand zero zero.
3: You know they are making a a a song of me and you singing. I got an idea here.
4: Tonight we're gonna party like it's 1999. Lamp. What happened in 1999?
1: Uh, there was a new millennium at the end of the
4: year. Everybody was hyped about it. Is I graduated from BCC. That's one correct answer. In 1999. Damn, J.P., old oh, as dirt. Now, another answer. Keep it playing. I think we just came up with the lead song for the parade, boys. Turn this up. That's when uh, Snyder bought the team. That's when Snyder bought the team. So when whoever buys this That's thing. That's when he
3: got it. That's when all the stuff
4: started to work. It turn it up right there. Switch hands in, right in 2000. So what are we going to do when this thing gets sold? We're going to party like it's 1999. And- We're getting our team back. Everything's been bad since 2000. Zero, zero. Y2K. So the Y2K, Y2K. Club, we K. we figure out what it affected. Yep. They thought it was the banks and software. No. Nope. Uh-uh. Ashburn, Virginia. Football Very localized. Very issue. localized issue. We're playing. That's st- the. right. Listen. Let's. We need somebody that will drive my truck. Because I'm gonna be drunk. But we need. We're somebody. not driving trucks. We're getting floats. Okay, I don't know how. Hey, I, Mardi Gras just happened
3: in Louisiana. Did I you see any? Afford- of the, you saw any of the parades on TV? Don't drive no. And if you get a truck, you got a semi, and you got if a float behind it, and you got like
4: all kind of people with bars built on the truck. Jeff, did he say semi? Hell yeah. I know what I think of. Now, uh, Biaggi. <laughs> Biaggi. KK, keep away from stuff. I don't know where to get. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> Landfill, I don't know where to get a semi. Do you? Uh, yeah, i find a way. Okay. Um, JP, believe me, we
3: won't have to look hard. Biaggi, Everywhere I go, you know what I hear from people? Y'all getting ready for that parade,
4: huh? I'm like, what parade? Y'all talking about it? I say, oh, okay. <laughs> people pay attention, though. Biagi drove a Corvette convertible in the Nats World Series parade. So tell Biagi to line up some trucks. I, 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 I will ride in whatever car we need. Semi. T- tailgate Ted's party van. Semi. Mitch wants a semi. Can anyone want, help? Want, Phone lines
3: are open. Want the float built up by the bar on the float? Yes.
4: I got some more information for you. Bring it. Do you remember our friend Charles Gasparino? Yeah. Fox Business is, News, Does he have more information for New us New York Post. Sure does. What is his tweet? You know how my man likes to start his tweets with scoop. 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 Charles Gasparino, Fox Business News, who came on our radio program and told us he his friends with Dan Snyder, or friendly. I'm Dan friendly Snyder. with him. I don't really know him though. He implied it, yeah, several times. A lot of yeah. implication. Yeah. Charles Gasparino tweets scoop: As Jeff Bezos takes steps to bid on the Commanders, current owner Dan Snyder telling the NFL he's not selling for less than six billion. Sur- sources tell me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like his source is damn. Yeah, I mean, come
3: on, man. Who else would tell somebody that type of price?
4: Got more info here. Mm-hmm. The NFL is really pushing Bezos to make a bid, I am told, because he can easily meet the league's 30% owner equity rule. Scoop, two of two. Two-parter. Let's go scoop. Partnership with Jay-Z remains a possibility. But Bezos is said to want to retain control. League sources say. Well, he has the money to retain control. Questions continue to swirl in league circles about Bezos unloading the Washington Post as part of the deal. I got one more. Landville, we might need a laser here, brother. One rumored buyer: Mike Bloomberg. New York Post? says the story's developing. Now, Gasparino's had his own reporting on this throughout. Nobody else has, outside of the New York Post, nobody else has reported that the Washington Post might be up for sale for Bezos to buy the commanders. Mm -hmm. Now, Mike Bloomberg made his fortune, as far as I know. Now, if people don't know who Mike Bloomberg is, he's the former mayor of New York City. He had a failed presidential bid, but he made his billions... Mm -hmm. In the news business, Bloomberg News. Mm-hmm. And, and what Bloomberg did is they created these, I think they called them portals. Basically, for everybody on Wall Street had a Bloomberg portal. And whatever your sector was on Wall Street, if you traded in credit, if you traded oil, if you traded commodities, if you traded orange juice futures, whatever you traded, mm-hmm. there was a Bloomberg portal that had specific information designated for you. And you paid to get the portal, and then you paid a monthly fee to get the information. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, I'll give it a, what do you think Bloomberg's va- personal wealth is? Mm-hmm. I mean. In the billions? According to a quick web search, he's worth $76 billion. Okay. And he made his living in the news media business. Mm-hmm. Buying the post makes sense. Now, who knows if it's real? So he's saying Bloomberg going to buy the Post, not the Commanders. That's my interpretation. Let me read it again, and you tell me how you interpret okay. it. I'm just going to read the whole thing here. Uh, this is from Charles Gasparino, Fox Business News. As Jeff Bezos takes steps to bid on the Commanders, current owner Dan Snyder is telling the NFL he's not selling for less than $6 billion. The NFL is really pushing Bezos to make a bid because he can easily meet the league's 30% owner equity rule. Partnership with Jay-Z remains a possibility, but Bezos is said to want to retain control. Questions continue to swirl in league circles about Bezos unloading Washington Post as part of the deal. One rumored buyer, Mike Bloomberg. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I read that as he's saying Bloomberg could buy the Post. Yeah. Kind of adds up to me, but one thing that that people shouldn't do but often do in situations like this where there's – a ton of intrigue and interest is it's easy to put together scenarios that make sense and then decide that they're real just because they kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. Just because something makes sense doesn't mean it's going to happen. True. I, I agree with it, that. You got to be wary but, but, of that. But I
3: also, I also know this. When you, are, when you had a position that I'm never selling, I'm never changing, and now it's a situation where it seems like someone has told you you have to sell. In the end, you don't get to dictate the price. The bids dictate the price. Because I think when you look at this situation, whoever purchases this team has to also realize whatever else, if you purchase a team, you still need to have another million, a billion to two billion extra to build a stadium and whatever else you got to take care of around it. Am I right? Yeah. So if the price doesn't hit where you think it was going to hit, and it doesn't seem like – I mean, it, it seems like things are not going great. You have to accept what bid is.
4: Totally. And, and I, I'm going to read this. We don't know. You know what? Landfill's going to kill me. I'm going to explain what I think of this Gasparino report. Because I think if you read through the lines, what do we do on the show? Tell me what they didn't say. What's that mm-hmm. segment called yeah. in the postgame? What, 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 they, didn't what they didn't say. We need Jordan here to clarify it for us, yeah. but she's not here. I'm going to tell you what Gasparino's not saying and what matters to the commanders as it relates to Jeff Bezos. When we-, we get
1: it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
4: Return. Can we go all Jay-Z for like the next hour? Might buy
0: the football. All right.
4: All the hustlers love it just to see one of us make it, baby. Shout out to our guy, Ryan Spader, who I know listens to the station pretty regularly. Uh, he just tweeted a video that I had to send to the group text. I think we should all look at the video in the next break, boys. Try to lock it in here. Um, Jeff is never locked in. I've, I've already lost Beamish and Landfill to the video. Um, I, I see both of you watching it. It's pretty awesome. Um, Here's what I'm going to do while the boys watch the video. I'm going to tell you what Charles Gasparino is telling the world. Charles Gasparino is a Fox business (laughs) news. You just watched the video? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Landville, you watched the video? I did. What'd you think? Meh. The tweet is accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Very accurate. Hey, Josh Harris owns the Sixers. It's a good Sixers video. That man is starving. (laughs) All right. Let's lock in here, boys. Charles Gasparino, Fox Business News reporter. Says, Bezos takes steps to bid on the commanders. Dan Snyder tells the NFL he's not selling for less than $6 billion. Gasparino came on our program and told us he's acquaintances with Dan Snyder. Mm -hmm. So if I had to guess... Dan's not just telling the league he's not selling for less than six billion. He's telling Gasparino
3: mm-hmm. or
4: whoever their mutual friend is. He told
3: Gasparino that he told the league, and sure. Gasparino said, "Let me put it out there for you."
4: Gasparino says the NFL is really pushing Bezos to make a bid.
3: They already have. They already have open communication. They have a connection with him, and uh, they know he can do it. What did I? Is the NFL like? Look, man, please just do this thing. Six, 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 six billion, six billion. Six, one. Take it, let's go
4: remember we talked about this last week or something when I was when when you I mean in the 90s every major league baseball team that needed a new stadium flirted with moving to Washington mm-hmm. because Washington was the biggest market without a team there this is a long know. time ago before the nats and all that did was get the existing cities to put the money up to build a new stadium or whatever mm-hmm. the teams need. Jeff Bezos is that now. Whether it's real or perceived, he's obviously the biggest threat to buy this team. Mm-hmm. He has the most money. He can afford it, yep. period. You got to put 30% down. I'm no math guy, but if it's $6 billion, you got to put $2 billion on the table, right?
3: A little less than that, but yeah.
4: Roughly. Mm-hmm. How many people can do that? And if Dan is saying he's not selling for less than six, you got to get somebody. Whether it's Harris, the mystery bidder, who the hell knows who it is. Mm-hmm. But if they're coming in at five eight, whatever the number is, they're coming in at the same height. Don't as you Airbnb? recall
3: though when that first bid, first wave of bidding come out? The rumor was it was six point three. Remember that? And that's why everybody started talking about it's going to go to seven look like it went the other direction
4: I, I I see this report the NFL is really pushing Bezos to make a bid now the NFL who's got the leverage in that situation who's making a billion dollars for Thursday night football <laughs> one one person is paying it and one person is receiving it I would argue the person with the leverage is the person paying it. Yeah. Yeah, Y'all want to drop my price a little bit? So you can ask, hey, man, help us get this price up. Or, hey, buy this team.
3: But the question is, is the NFL really pushing him or is that what they're pushing out there to make make Bezos think that's the
4: information? Subterfuge, man.
3: Mm -hmm. So it's a lot – but, and you said it earlier, you know, it's a lot of things that are being put out there that may not necessarily be true, but it's put out there. Because what happens is people read things and they make uh, decisions based off of what they've read, what they've seen, heard, you know, and I think that that may be a part of it too.
4: Certainly. Certainly. I Here's what I do know. And And... A lot of these people are my friends, so I, 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 it's awkward to talk about. But there is Discord at the Post. If you follow, they have a, a public Twitter account that's called Post Guild, which I think is the union of people that work there. Mm-hmm. There's there's open issues there about layoffs and all sorts. Of, I mean, dude, we work in Media B. It's a tough time for, media, for the media business. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know frankly, that it's going to get better, right? And it is possible that somebody like Jeff Bezos that doesn't have ties to the media business, I mean, he's a tech guy, and he's created an empire out of Amazon.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: and They've kind of gotten into the media business, but it's largely producing content and live events. It's not necessarily like reporting and feature stories in a newspaper. Mike Bloomberg is in that world that's how Mike Bloomberg made his money. Like, I, I that can make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I can't figure out if any of this is real.
3: Yeah. Right? We don't know what is. I think that's the whole thing about it. It's so much stuff coming out and and the thing about media today is like sources, 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 sources. A lot of times the source is the person who's writing it. Other times the source is someone that's uh, basically feeding them the information because I need I need this presented. So we don't know exactly who we can speculate. And a lot of times the sources are not really anything. It's just let's let's try to get this thing to a certain number. Let's put out stuff to see who's going to jump on it.
4: I do have one piece of information about Mike Bloomberg, mm-hmm. firsthand, that I can tell you. He has one of the worst... What do you, what would you call it if a right-handed golfer hits the ball and it goes... It's not a slice, because slice is to the right. A dead pull yank left. Hook. Hook. Pull hook. I watched Mike Bloomberg... On the driving range at Shinnecock. Mm -hmm. He has a bigger hook than Kareem (laughs) (laughs) Abdul-Jabbar. Is that bad? The one piece of information I can give you, that is an ugly golf swing. Now, he belongs to some beautiful clubs. But, man. Wait, that's because he got money, not because he can play golf. When we return, let's get some perspective from the one and only
0: PFT commenter.